This is a Technicum podcast. Humankind has been talking about ethics as long as we have been talking. But ethics and technology, now that's a relatively new conversation. After all, when we think of ethics, technology is probably not the first thing that comes to mind. I'm Peter Balland from Technicon, and I'm happy to bring you this special podcast series entitled Ethics and Technology, a prerequisite for European research. We can't tackle the entire and often fluid topic of ethics, but we can show you that things are being done to avoid unintended ethical consequences and inequities. We can explain some of the more common ethical issues that become apparent in technology projects, and we can tell you how these issues are abated. And that is exactly what we will do in this series. We will look at ethics in the context of technology from many disciplines, including cybersecurity, infrastructure and smart mobility, artificial intelligence in personalized healthcare, and forensic software and hardware engineering, to name a few. We will talk about attitudes towards ethics, and we will examine how ELSA is increasingly becoming part of the framework in EU-funded projects. And in case you don't know, ELSA is ethical, legal, and societal aspects. And if you're running a project without regard to ELSA, your propensity for complications will grow exponentially. To kick things off, we delve into the idea of ethics in the world of personalized medicine. More specifically, using artificial intelligence to harmonize tons of data in order to guide doctors towards prescribing personalized treatment plans for children with cancer. These data consist of things like medical publications or large molecular data sets. As you can imagine, balancing the ethical issues with technological advancements is quite a task. Today we are lucky enough to speak with Nicola Biller-Andorno, who directs the Institute of Biomedical Ethics and History of Medicine at the University of Zurich in Switzerland. She's an ethics advisor in the EU-funded IPC project, which stands for Individualized Pediatric Cure. Welcome, Nicola. Thanks so much for coming on. You're welcome. IPC is a project that relies on artificial intelligence to inform medical decisions. What potential conflicts could arise when introducing ethics into a project like this, and how are these conflicts dealt with? In my experience, scientists are quite receptive of ethical thinking and very willing to comply with ethical standards. They just at times tend to underestimate the complexity of ethical assessments as compared to the science they are doing. The high-level expert group on artificial intelligence of the European Commission has issued guidance that outlines key requirements for trustworthy AI. These requirements include human agency and oversight, technical robustness and safety, privacy and and adequate data governance, transparency, diversity, non-discrimination and fairness, societal and environmental well-being, and accountability. So that's a lot of stuff to address. And projects can fall short. For instance, time pressure may lead to a temptation to make compromises regarding safety tests, or commercial interests may tempt developers to posteriorize privacy concerns. It's therefore helpful if researchers know that the ethical standards are part of what they are expected to adhere to and that they are morally accountable for their actions. And in highly innovative fields such as AI, scientists have to even go beyond compliance and in fact help interpret and operationalize ethical principles in light of the work they are doing. And for me as an ethicist, this is where the fun part starts. And if we look at 
perhaps in the context of IPC or actually any EU-funded project for that matter, what gains can be realized by adhering to these ethical principles other than achievements on moral grounds? Well, I may be biased, but let me say the gains are tremendous. Having a clear process for involving ethics early on can pave the way towards public trust and acceptance, which is what you need if you want to sell a product based on your research later on. And even more so, involving ethics can lead to tools that are indeed trustworthy, which is, I guess, what we all want on the user side of things. This, however, requires a close collaboration between ethicists and scientists, which presumes a willingness to dedicate resources to ethical inquiry that goes beyond a token contribution. I think such a serious investment in ethics is more than worthwhile. Yes, and it seems this willingness to dedicate resources is overtly shared by the EU as they start to build in ethics awareness and reporting into technology projects. Some say that technology is moving exponentially faster than ethics. This means that ethics can never catch up. How should we deal with this in the future? Yeah, the, the issue of ethics lagging behind scientific innovation has been discussed in bioethics for decades, at least since the Human Genome Project, when people were impressed by the speed with which the genome was eventually deciphered. We've since learned that ethics can contribute both from outside and from within such big projects. Such embedded ethics components are certainly helpful to ensure an almost simultaneous transfer between scientific discovery to ethical deliberation. And discussing ethical issues together when they emerge or even trying to anticipate them is intellectually appealing and provides scientists with an opportunity to grapple with their social responsibility. Once you've understood and accepted the ethical dimension of the work you're doing, it's much easier to communicate with the public and venture into debates about your own work. So it sounds like ethics definitely has a place in uh, research and technology kind of projects, but generally researchers and engineers tend to believe what they see. And how do we position ethics principles among formulas and data and complex functions? Well, scientists typically have no problem at all to understand and use ethical principles. Oftentimes, they are the ones who see most clearly where questions might be ahead or what consequences the practical implementation of a tool may have. It's important to encourage such open discussions that are uncensored by roles, hierarchies, or conflicts of interest. Excellent scientists who are reflective about their own work can be an inspiration to younger colleagues and can help them see that excellence should not be limited to technical skills, but also extends to ethical deliberation and foresight. Okay, and let's go back to this concept of artificial intelligence, which is something that is being um, explored in your project, IPC. Stephen Hawking once said that artificial intelligence would be either the best thing humans ever created or the last. So what do you make of that? I think that's what's so fascinating about ethics. We can use technologies in many different ways, and it's up to us to figure out in what to direction to take them or where the limits, you know, where we want to set limits to ourselves. Um, one example for this malleability is the so-called death algorithm. AI is getting quite good at predicting a person's remaining lifetime. This information can obviously be used against people, but it could also be helpful, for instance, by making sure they receive palliative care when the time has come. If we opt to generate this information, how we use it, who gets access, how it is communicated, all of that is up to us humans. So I think 
Immanuel Kant was spot on when he said in his critique of practical reason, two things fill the mind with ever new and increasing admiration and awe, the starry heavens above me and the moral law within me. Ethics is hot stuff and I think it will remain so as long as humans continue to develop and innovate. And we will be forever innovating, which means ethics will always have a place in technology. Thank you, Nicola, for coming on today and sharing your knowledge with us. You're very welcome. Thanks. Next time around, we look at ethics in the realm of infrastructure and technology. Efforts are currently underway to utilize your phone's built-in security features to allow you to access existing data infrastructures to safely enable electronic voting and smart mobility. Naturally, a project of this magnitude requires a vigilant adherence to ethics standards, but we dig deeper to see why this project goes beyond just data protection. See you next time. The IPC project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 826121.